The Wrestling Podcast About Nothing is brought to you by BDA Radio. BDA Radio doesn't break news, they break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head on over to BDARadio.com and check out all of the latest news on the UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. They are proud to be the voice of fans because they are fans themselves. BDARadio.com I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Welcome to episode 43 of the BDA Radio exclusive edition of the wrestling podcast about nothing on BDARadio.com and the podcast radio network. I am longtime pro wrestling referee Mike Crockett, and I'm joined, as always, by independent wrestling veteran, the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Hello. Hey, Mike. How are you, buddy? So excited to be here. That's great to hear for once. <laughs> I figured you'd like that, and all the jerk-offs who don't like my, uh, you know, my uh, introductions or whatever into the show, so. Yeah, finally, after a year and a half, you're excited about the show. <laughs> but crying here, out loud how, well, should i ask you how you are i know last week you really didn't enjoy me uh you said it's none of my business you said this isn't about wrestling so who cares how you are <laughs> no it's because you always try to poke me when i'm in a foul mood and that's what you were trying to do as usual uh you're in a better mood tonight well it certainly sounds like you're in a better mood right i'm always in a grumpy mood mike oh boy that's my secret Mike. <laughs> That's your Incredible Hulk thing? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we'll try to keep you uh, focused on task and see if we can get a couple of uh, laughs out of you today on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. Coming up, we got Merv Griffin time. That's where we get your thoughts and answer your questions. Plus, one more villainous cackle will be immortalized in our Heal Laugh Hall of Fame. But first, we are discussing a different topic each week voted on by our listeners and followers at the WPAN on Twitter. And it is that time of year, Kingpin. The turkey is out. The dressing, oh, so scrumptious. It's Survivor Series season. Teams of five strive to survive. And a few weeks ago, we talked about the worst Survivor Series team and this time out on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, the winning topic, the best Survivor Series team. How are you feeling about this one? What a rarity, huh? The best of something one. Well, I stacked the deck. They were all positive topics this week of the poll. <laughs> I took suggestion from Steven. All right, there you go. Is he the new executive producer? Well, no, I, that is that is still a TK. That is still a oh, TK. Okay. But he actually suggested um, the best angle payoffs in a follow-up from last week, the worst angle payoffs, which was a great episode. You should check out episode 42 of the Wrestling Podcast about nothing on BDA Radio. But that did not win. It was a neck-and-neck -neck race between that and Best Survivor Series team. But I guess the fact that Survivor Series team this Sunday probably 
tilted things in its favor. Best Survivor Series team, the topic this week. All right. How should we get into this, Kingpin? I can assure you the fucking visionaries will not be on my list. They're on my list. It's, it's, it's a, very convenient that you should mention them. Oh, isn't it right there with your buddy Brian Fury? There you go. Unbelievable. How did you guess? Weird. That's something I w- I'm so staunchly against that you would be for. Oh, that's just so unusual and rare for this podcast. The year was 1990, my friend, and Rick Martel, warlord and the power and power and glory, I should say, that is Hercules and Paul Roma. They formed the most dominant Survivor Series team of all time. A clean sweep for the first uh. time in Survivor Series history. A clean sweep of the Vipers. That is Jake Roberts, Jimmy Snuka, and the Rockers, Marty Jannetty, and yeah. Former future WWE champion Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he was just knocked out of the out of the game very early on by the visionaries. Rick Martel, Warlord, Power and Glory, one of the most dominant teams in the early days of the Survivor Series, and one of the best, therefore, I should say, one of the best Survivor Series teams of all time. Thank you for bringing that up. <sighs> Shocking here. Well... You got the pot. Now now you've done it, Mike. Now I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> okay. How are you going to follow that up, Brian? Well, you know what, Mike? We get, we get, uh, I see a lot of requests out there at times for us to talk a little more current product. Mm-hmm. So I'll start with, uh, I'll actually, I'm actually going to start with two teams here. And I'm going to start with the teams from this coming Sunday at uh, the 2017 version of the Survivor Series. On, on Team SmackDown, you got Team Captain Shane McMahon. 16-time world champion John Cena, four is a 14-time champion Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Bobby Roode, and they're taking on Team Raw with Hall of Famer Kurt Angle, however many-time champion Triple H, <laughs> <laughs> the fu- the future of big men in wrestling Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, and Finn Balor. How about that for two teams, Mike? I think these two teams for this coming Sunday are absolutely stacked. What say you? It's it's funny. I was actually talking about this with Gerald Glassford from the Pop Culture Cosmos. I'm going to be appearing on that show on Friday. And yeah, I this is a stacked a stacked match. Usually in these five on five Survivor Series matches uh, in the modern era, anyway, they like to keep out those big names and give them those singles matches. They put them in championship matches. They separate those guys out and put them at the top of the card. And the Survivor Series matches are, you know, relegated to the opener or in the middle of the show. But yeah, this is one of the most stacked. Uh, Survivor Series matches they've put out there in a very, very long time. Of course, you have Kurt Angle in his second match back. You have Triple H returning to pay-per-view. Shawn Shawn Michaels. You have uh, Shane McMahon on the other side. So much going on. So many names. So many uh, different personalities. And this whole thing has been shuffled around. Uh, It's so different from the card as originally constituted when this uh, Survivor Series was first coming down the pike. But yeah, that has really turned into a blockbuster match. 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. It, it, it should be, uh, should be pretty exciting stuff. And like I said, I think we get accused a lot of ignoring the, the current product. So I wanted to get that out there and show we're not completely biased against current day uh, pro wrestling. There you go, folks. There's your Survivor Series preview. <laughs> <laughs> All rolled into one. You're welcome. There you go. How about this for a Survivor Series team? I was there, 1993, Boston, Massachusetts, the Boston Garden. You were 27 years old. Who was? You were. Oh, how dare you. Brian, the All-Americans. It was originally to be Lex Luger, Rick and Scott Steiner, and Tatanka, but just days before, Tatanka injured by the leader of the foreign fanatics, Yokozuna. So taking Tatanka's place on the team, a true American patriot. Of course, later he'd be an American badass, the Undertaker. With or, with are, or without coat lining. <laughs> yes, we remember the big reveal. I was just going to say the big reveal of him opening up the coat to see the old school Betsy Ross style American flag lining his coat. But yes, Lex Luger, Yokozuna, the Steiners, kind of a... Of that. I saw a gif of that today, the reveal. Yes, I, I did as well. That kind of uh, spurred me to make this my pick, but not my actual number one pick, I should say. I was going to say. One of, yeah, just one of the things that's uh, on my plate. Not my number one pick. But, I mean, when you think about the 90s in terms of who was who was it in the 90s, the Steiners were the it tag team. Uh, the Undertaker was the it gimmick. Lex Luger was... In WCW, one of the eight guys, they were attempting to make him the eight guy in WWF. It, it didn't come to pass in the end, but I mean, for a for the time, 1993, this was a pretty stacked Survivor Series team. Of course, this is just a, a four-man team. They bounced back and forth between doing five-on-five and four-on-four, but Luger, Undertaker, the Steiners, a Really formidable tag team. Of course, they took on the Foreign Fanatics uh, at Survivor Series 1993. Yokozuna, the Mountie, Crush, and that evil man Ludwig Borga. So it was uh, the main event of Survivor Series 1993. I witnessed it live. I was in awe. Lex Luger, Undertaker, the Steiners, the All-Americans, one of the best Survivor Series teams. All right. Uh, that didn't make my list, but uh, you know, okay entry there. I, all right. uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know where they rank all time, but you know, okay. Sure list. It's your list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Why don't you show me how it's done then? All right, Mike. Well, I'll, I'll go back to another team the dead man was part of. Uh, this happened to be his very first match in the WWF, or first televised match in the WWF. 1990 Survivor Series, the million-dollar team, Mike, full of Hall of Famers. Hall of Famer, million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Hall of Famer, Greg Valentine. And I believe Hall of Famer, Honky Tonk Man, am I, or am I wrong there? Honky is not in the Hall of Fame yet. Well, he's the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Say that and again. A certain future Hall of Famer in The Undertaker. How about that for a team, Mike? I'll take that team with The Undertaker over, over the All-Americans any day. All right, well, that's not bad. Not a bad team, of course. As you said, Undertaker made his debut as the mystery partner of uh, the Million Dollar Man, managed by your good friend and brother, Love. My love, uh, my you, close personal friend. 
Yes, you've spoken to him on the phone uh, at least once. Uh, so, okay. All right, Undertaker dominated, uh, you know, his first of many dominating performances in the WWF. Uh, okay, not bad. Uh, okay. You're looking All right, at I'll say so, this. You're so in awe of my picks here that you can't even gather yourself. I'm flustered. I'm flustered. You, you, you got me on my heels here. You got me on my heels. How about this then? 1990 once again. I have got a lot of 1990 picks on my list now that I look at this thing. Uh, the early days of the Survivor Series really uh, struck home with, my, with me here. The Rude Brood. Rick Rude. Mr. Perfect. The Rougeau Brothers. These guys, I mean... Excellent theme music all around, I would say. (laughs) It certainly was. Uh, Rick Rude and Mr. Perfect both representing Minnesota. The Rougeaus, of course, representing all of America at this point as the All-American Boys. But uh, great gimmicks all around. And the thing that really strikes me about the Rude Brood was the opening of Survivor Series 1990 with Vince McMahon doing the full rundown of the card with his screaming voice saying, (laughs) It's Ronnie's Ronnie's versus Rude's Brood! That's what sticks out in my head, and that alone is reason enough to have the Rude Brood as one, not my number one, but one of the best Survivor Series teams of all time. Wow, Mike. So we have three so far from 1990 on here? Is that? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yes. All right. Well, well, hell, let's make it four. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to go with the perfect team, Mike. I'm talking about Mr. Perfect with Axe, Smash, and Crush. All three members of Demolition with Mr. Perfect. That, to me, sounds like a perfect team. You know what's, you know what's funny about that? What's that? One of my picks was their opponents that night. Oh, goodness. Who? <laughs> the Warriors. The Ultimate Warrior, Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich, and the Legion of Doom. This team right here, the first time you see sitting in the same spot, the Ultimate Warrior and the team once known as the Road Warriors. And that right there, that is kind of like a dream scenario. And of the course, you have the Texas Warrior. Oh, yes, indeed. So they're all warriors, warriors all around. And of course, Texas Tornado would have would go on to become the second Ultimate Warrior. So it's all Ultimate Warriors there, right? What? Right? Right? Isn't that the, isn't that the story? That was the rumor. Yeah. Wait, it's it not true. I didn't know it was uh, the rumor was it was Kerry Von Eric. That's one of the rumors. One of the many out there. Uh, yeah, you were, a little you, fun you, you, were, you were neck deep in the dirt sheets even in 1990. You're damn right. <laughs> but yeah, Ultimate Warrior, Texas Tornado, the LOD, just a very formidable, very intimidating looking team. And Mr. Perfect and Demolition, are we going to talk about the photos that they used for Demolition advertising this match? I, I don't know about this. You'll have to fill me in. Well, in this intro that I talked about with Fronies, Riders, and Roods, Brood, they showed Demolition with Mr. Perfect in the, you know, the four squares looking like the Brady Bunch, and Demolition doesn't have face paint. They're all wearing masks. <laughs> like, like, they're, like they're studded masks? No, they're like, I think they might have actually had studs on them, but they were wrestling hoods. They were black wrestling masks. 
Really? You haven't seen this? I have not seen this. We'll try to get this up on at the WPAN on Twitter, maybe our Instagram as well, at the WPAN. Haven't used that in a while, so check us out on Instagram as well. But yeah, Demolition, I don't think they... I don't remember ever seeing them wear them during a match. They didn't wear them during this match. They didn't wear them on TV at all, I think. If someone knows different, let us know. But in these photos... Yeah, the first only time I remember seeing Demolition not wearing face paint, but wearing wrestling masks. Huh, interesting. I just saw, I just saw a picture of it. Very interesting. Weird, wild stuff. <laughs> Indeed. All right, we're getting there, Kingpin. We're getting there. What else you got there for best Survivor Series teams? All right, well, how about, how about Team DX from 2006, Mike? God damn you. Oh, uh, was that your number one? Oh, uh, go so ahead. Bad about this. I feel yeah, so bad you. About go this. ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. You should go, give you me prick. the heads up. Uh, <laughs> well, it, 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 it it's a great team. It contains Shawn Michaels, Triple H, CM Punk, and the Hardy Boys. Was an excellent team. Yes, <laughs> a te- an award-winning team, perhaps. A team, a team that. Performed a clean sweep, just like my first pick, the Visionaries. <laughs> I had a little theme building here with my uh, with my picks, but you ruined it. Sorry. You man. ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined it. Yeah, I really remember this. I remember watching this. I saw this show. This is 2006, the Survivor Series. I saw this show at Good Time Emporium which was a venue that hosted a lot of NWA New England wrestling shows back in the day. They also showed pay-per-views on the big screen. And I remember seeing this match. I remember CM Punk being the one to say, are you ready? (laughs) Before they did the whole DX spiel. This was the one where Shawn Michaels, who the hell did he eliminate? And he was like, who's that? Who was that? (laughs) It might have been Helms or Mike Knox. But Mike yeah, the, it was Mike. That's exactly who it was. Mike Knox. The, their their <laughs> opposition was Edge, Randy Orton, Johnny Nitro, Gregory Helms, and Mike Knox. And yes, the clean clean sweep was performed. DX, the Hardy Boys, and CM Punk came out on top. No no members eliminated from their team. A uh, quite a feat. Quite a feat. And I'm sure Brian Fury would approve of this pick for you. <laughs> yes. Well, you know. Wins and losses matter in pro wrestling. Yes, they do. All right, Kingpin, let's go to 1994. And speaking of Shawn Michaels, he was part of a team, a team called the Teamsters. Oh, goodness. For no particular reason. (laughs) Well, I think Diesel was heading this team. I think they were going for some sort of Diesel is a truck driver so he's a teamster or some sort but anyway the team was diesel Shawn michaels owen hart jim neidhart and jeff jarrett a ton of talent there a ton of talent there you know and i mean jeff jarrett no. <laughs> <laughs> and the anvil but yeah it's a, quite a team and they took on the bad guys of razor ramon the one two three kid the british bulldog davy boy smith and can you guess? I don't I don't know. Who? The Head Shrinkers. All right. When they were babyfaces as Fatu and Sioni. Oh, 
Tommy Young. <laughs> yes, Sione was once known as the Barbarian, and I guess today, to this day, known as the Barbarian, but at this time, he was one of the head shrinkers, and I think they uh, graduated to wearing wrestling boots at this time, the head shrinkers, and they were part of this tag team, this this uh, Survivor Series match, but the Teamsters... Like a hard time adjusting to boots. Yes, they did. They, they really did. It was... Uh, it took a long time for them to really figure that thing out. But the Teamsters, Diesel, Michaels, Owen, the Anvil, and Double J. Quite a team, quite a formidable fivesome, and uh, one of the best tag, one of the best Survivor Series teams of all time, but not my favorite. We're getting there, Kingpin. What do you, you got anything left before we get to all our right. number ones? I got, yeah, I got one more I'll go with okay. before we get to our topics. And hopefully it's not, it's not your topic. I'll go back to 1987, Mike. The team of the Macho Man Randy Savage. His rival, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Jake the Snake Roberts. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And you'll have to give me a pass on the last member of it. Brutus Beefcake. But But you got Savage, Steamboat, Jake, Duggan. uh, And the teaming of Savage and Steamboat after their their bitter rivalry that uh, culminated at WrestleMania 3. An outstanding team, for sure. Yeah, not not bad at all. Uh, You know, the who's who of wrestling in the 80s on that team. Amazing. And Brutus Beefcake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce, the the F and Barb beefcake, right? Um, all right, I think we're there, Brian. Right. My options are limited, so we better go right now to our number one picks. I will go first. I will leave you the glory of your of having the final say of best Survivor Series teams. But here is my best Survivor Series team of all time. I'm going to say Team WWF. It was Survivor Series 2001. We actually talked about this last week. Worst angle payoffs. This is when they actually concluded the invasion of WCW and ECW. It became the Alliance. And it was Team WF, Team WWF versus Team Alliance. The Alliance team being Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Booker T, Rob Bay Dama, Shane McMahon, a formidable team in their own right. But my pick, my number one pick, the best Survivor Series team of all time, Team WWF, The Rock, Chris Jericho, The Undertaker, Kane, and The Big Show. That team cannot be beat. Except for the fact that you know it wasn't originally my number one pick, but now it is. The Rock, <laughs> Chris Jericho, The Undertaker, Kane, and The Big Show. Nothing's bigger, nothing's badder, nothing's better than Team WWF. They crushed the Alliance. They crushed them. And we found out once and for all, even though they owned the entire wrestling world, that WWF was better. And it was all thanks to Team WWF, my best Survivor Series team of all time. Well, it's a it's a pretty good pick. It was on my list. Had you asked me for one more before we went to the top picks, that's exactly what you would have gotten. So good thing you didn't, Mike. All right, Move yes. On your part. <laughs> but I got one that's better, buddy. All right, Kink Ben, hit me with it. Your best Survivor Series team. 
it, it's it's the only time to my recollection that uh, my favorite wrestler of all time teamed with my favorite tag team of all time. And to boot, we threw in another Hall of Famer. Mike, I'm talking the 1989 version of the Hulkamaniacs. You had the World Wrestling Federation champion Hulk Hogan, the immortal Hulk Hogan, teaming with Axe and Smash of Demolition, joined by Jake the Snake Roberts. Now that is an amazing four-man combo. My favorite wrestler, my favorite tag team of all time, and, and another guy who is fantastic and, and somebody who I enjoyed very much growing up, Jake the Snake Roberts. Mike, that foursome cannot be beat. Brian, you forgot about the fifth Hulkamaniac. Who's that? Little Brian Malonis, sitting at home <laughs> watching. I felt like I was an integral part of the team as well. <laughs> you were the fifth man the fifth man all right that's a good team i can't really uh dispute that one kingpin wow that's that's different for a change huh i actually get to have a number one pick without you picking it apart yeah yeah you did it you did it you finally shut me up you finally wow, shut me up kingpin in this podcast right here tonight <laughs> <laughs> well you did it congratulations and those are our picks for the best survivor series team and let us know what you guys think out there did we miss something the best survivor series teams in history let us know at the wpan on twitter people have been talking to us all week long on twitter and we're going to talk about it right now in merv griffin time that is named for brian's favorite episode of our favorite show you know the show now if you want to let us know in voicemails. Give us a voicemails for the NAI Wrestling Network edition of the podcast. Get yours in right now. 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. Let us know your picks over there on the voicemail line. And if this is the first time you're hearing us this week, you are missing out. Join us every Monday on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network on their own feed. Find both of our weekly podcasts. Just search WPAN on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to subscribe. Listen every Monday and every Thursday to the WPAN. Well, the way to participate here on Merv Griffin Time, use our hashtag on Twitter, hashtag WPAN. A lot of people talking at us this week and a lot of people following up about my birthday, Brian. A couple weeks ago, a couple Mondays ago, we had a celebration that went sour. I guess from your point of view, it didn't go sour. It was a joyous <laughs> celebration. I, you know, after all the trouble I went to get Nikita Koloff to wish you a happy birthday, how dare you talk about it going sour? Is that that's what he said? He said happy birthday. Yes, that was a completely fresh and new recording, Mike. Oh, I had no idea. Now uh, it's starting to turn uh, yes, around you on this certainly thing. Certainly did. I told you. I I didn't know. I, I, you were speaking for, Russian for all I knew. <laughs> all right, let's talk about R.J. Deloise. He was one of the ones that uh, was not that kind when it came to my birthday greetings. He says, "What can be said about at Croc socks that hasn't already been said about Jock Itch? Bothersome yet widely acknowledged." I guess I should take the widely acknowledged. That's that's nice. That's good. That's good to know. <laughs> I'd say more mildly acknowledged, but <laughs> Randall Keo, our buddy at Randall Keo on Twitter says, 
What can you say about at Croc Socks that hasn't already been muttered under someone's breath? <laughs> I like this game. <laughs> uh, uh, Max Smashmaster. He is uh, retiring from the ring this weekend. Good luck to him. Uh, I think it's this Sunday for Chikara in Haverhill, Massachusetts. At Max Smashmaster on Twitter, he says, I was very tired and couldn't think of anything bad to say about Crockett. Yeah, I mean, well, I, don't, I don't. It doesn't really matter if he was tired or not. He just couldn't think of anything bad to say. That's how I take it, anyway. Not sure, the uh, the material writes itself when it comes to you. All right, uh, what else we got here? At Marty, at at Marty Martin Howell, seventy one on Twitter. Marty Howell, a good friend of the wrestling podcast about nothing. He says usually the what does BDA stand for things are clever. But birthday and didn't eat anything has to go into Death Valley. Well, sometimes some are better than others when it comes to the BDA uh, thing there, hey, Kingpin. Babe Ruth didn't hit a home run every time up, right? I, I guess not. I wasn't around back then, contrary to what you may think. <laughs> not just Never- me. <laughs> uh, Death Valley is a uh, reference to the Our Vantage Point podcast. Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast. Good friends of the WPAN. Make sure to check them out each and every week on their feed. Just search Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast, and listen to Joe Morata and Michael Quinn talk the world of classic wrestling with a slant on the north. Uh, okay, this past Thursday, last week, here on the WPAN on BDA Radio on the Podcast Radio Network. We did mention earlier, we talked about the worst wrestling angle payoffs. And Steven, at HHH Guy at guy 2004 excuse me, says, the winner is Michael Cole being undefeated at WrestleMania. Yeah, that was a very strange payoff, wasn't it? It sure was. And one waited. Jerry Lawler waited all that time in his career for a WrestleMania match, and it was against Michael Cole, and he lost. A lot of good that did everybody. We we all (laughs) yes. (laughs) Uh, Johnny Duckets at Johnny Duckets on Twitter says something that was on my list. I didn't mention. He says May Young's hand. Yes, one of the terrible payoffs in all of professional wrestling. I, I, you know, I. I hate to be a contrarian here, Mike. Oh no. You're not gonna put this over. Well, not not the payoff uh, in terms of the payoff of when she actually had the hand, but the payoff very many years later when the hand returned as a grown person, I thought was fantastic. I I I, I it made me laugh. You're a simple man, Brian Malonis. <laughs> Come on, how could you not have enjoyed that? I might have gotten a slight chortle from me at the time. But you liked liked Grunt. (laughs) Yeah, check out this past Monday's episode of the Wrestling Podcast. One other thing, we'll talk about it in just a minute. Uh, TK, back to Worst Wrestling Angle Payoffs. He says, can we revisit this after the Angle Jordan Payoff? (laughs) <laughs> if we get one, that is. <laughs> well, it's starting to go downhill now, Mike. That's what they say. That's what they say. We'll we'll see. He was taken off the Survivor Series team, replaced by Triple H, 
And I guess we'll see what happens there. You might get your wish there, Brian Malonis. You might get your wish. Uh, let me see here. At Randall Keogh, once again, says the worst angle payoff of Booker T and Triple H at WrestleMania 14 is a replay of Ron Simmons and Lex Luger in WCW in the early 90s. I didn't remember this. I, yeah, I didn't remember this. I asked Randall about it. He says that Luger said to Ron in front of Ron's wife, once you lose, I need someone to drive me around and carry my bags. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, a little precursor to the Booker Triple H thing. Thanks for that, Randall. Uh, Jason Stewart from the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you know how to find them. Just search Rundown Wrestling Podcast on any podcast app, and you have uh, they have content all week long there. As, and their flagship show comes out, I believe, on Thursdays, possibly Fridays, maybe even Wednesdays at this point. It's all over the place. They record it when they can, and they put it up there. So subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, and you'll get it delivered right to you whenever it comes out. He says the worst payoffs are not limited to WWE. I submit Samoa Joe getting kidnapped in TNA only to return a few weeks later like nothing ever happened. I plead ignorance on this one. <laughs> Same here. I, I'm a little, you know, I'm a couple or 10 years behind on my, on my TNA. Couple of ten years, huh? Uh, yeah, that that one got by me. So thank you, Jason, for letting us know that TNA had some whoppers as well. I'm sure they had many, many more that uh, we didn't get to as well. Um, how about this? This isn't related to last Thursday. This is related to last Friday. I appeared on the For the Pops podcast with Jamie Jabikowski and Scotty Slade for episode two. And that's the episode that got them a free dinner, correct? Nope. What do you mean? <laughs> they made that up. That is a completely made up and fabricated thing. You said if they could put out two episodes in 2017, you'd take them out to dinner. I never said that. That literally never came out of my mouth, ever. That's ever. what I heard. That's, that never came out of my mouth. I said, as a joke, in jest, I said, I said, I'll work my last Jamie's last chaotic show that I'm on for free if you guys put out two. And I said, ah, you know what? I won't do that because you guys will just do two to spite me. And then he made some. He said, all of a sudden, it was like I said I'd buy them dinner. It's completely made up, fabricated. Hashtag fake news. Not true. Well, we talk and about now it that the- weasel dirtball Neville's trying to get in on it. Get out of my face. Even if I was buying them dinner, I wouldn't buy uh, I wouldn't buy Neville scraps from the dumpster. Well, Longhorn Steakhouse is on board. You saw that, right? Hey, if they want to send me a gift card, I'll be happy to take everybody out to dinner. Yes, we talked about going to Longhorn Steakhouse and actually yeah, they wh- tweeted wh- back. We stuff? When did you weasel your way into this? This had nothing I, to do with you. Well, I think Jamie just said that, you know, since I was helping out with the podcast, uh, help them record their last two episodes that, um, yeah, I think I deserved a little uh, piece of the pie, too. A piece well, of the steak, Jamie, I should say. Let, let, let Jamie dig into those deep pockets and get you a piece of the pie, then. All right. Well, you can find For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. That's NAI Pop. That's hey, actually hey, Mike, the... F- there's no such thing as a free meal, buddy. Uh, don't I wish that was true. Don't I wish that was true. Uh, okay, let's move on to Monday. Last This past Monday, we talked about... A classic 80s wrestling movie called Grunt! Exclamation point. 80s wrestling movie. <laughs> Everything in the 80s is classic, right, at this point? Sure. Uh, 
Yeah, the movie is called Grunt! Exclamation point. The wrestling movie. And we talked about it with the boys from the main event podcast, Johnny Fashion and Big Bad Harmon. Thanks again to those guys for sitting down with us and watching a really strange wrestling film. And you guys listened to us talk about it this past Monday on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network, including the Playboy. James Malonis at double J underscore Malonis said, did hashtag, hashtag Russo Right, Grunt? <laughs> Swerve, bro. That's a good question. Yes, there were uh, a couple of big swerves in this production. Uh, Glenn Abbott at GA WrestleNut says, Not sure if I'm proud or ashamed to admit Grunt has been a g- guilty pleasure for some years. Really enjoyed the review, and yes, the soundtrack is awesome. That is for sure. I can't, can't argue with the soundtrack. Yes, and you know what I have been singing in my head for months now? Not for months, for days now. Mighty Big Girl for Her Age? A mighty Big Girl for Her Age. A Mighty Big Girl for Her Age. Six foot three and definitely a mighty big girl for her age. A mighty big girl for her age. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> the musical stylings of one Adrian Street. And you were just dreaming of those uh, gratuitous uh, shots from the movie, Mike? Yes, of course I was. Uh, yeah, what a strange film this was. If you haven't seen the movie, it is available uh, on YouTube. Hush, hush, on the down low. And uh, I don't think anybody gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the director and the actors are probably ashamed they made it. Well, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. But uh, I wasn't ashamed to talk about it this past Monday on uh, the NAI Wrestling Network. And uh, people were happy to listen to it. But Randall Keough, at Randall Keough on Twitter, says, is Crocsox doing his best feeder Peter Frampton impression? What's up with his mic? Yeah, he had some technical issues with the program this past Monday. Sorry for anyone who got frustrated like I did editing it together. Uh, But thank you to all those who listened and enjoyed it. Uh, Sorry if there was uh, some fluky mic issues uh, in the episode, but hopefully you were able to enjoy anyway. Hey, Mike, maybe you should spend less time patting yourself on the back and more time uh, cleaning up audio. Oh, Brian. <laughs> what a dick. I listen dick. to how freaking great you are all the time. Well, you know. What a dick. All right. <laughs> finally, finally here. Finally in Merv Griffin time. Ed Hunt. Uncle Eddie. He is at Eddie the Blade on Twitter. Says, promise me. That the only way that Gargalyrics returns is with Nikita Koloff. <laughs> I don't know if I can promise that right now. Well, you never know. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, I did say that I think... Hopefully, uh, hopefully Gargalyrics is never... I did returned. say I think that uh, Nikita was gargling Jimmy Valiant's theme, if I had to pick. <laughs> Who knows? Something like that. Anyway... Thank you to everyone who's a part of Merv Griffin Time this week. We look forward to talking to you on Twitter, and we'll bring you the best of it next week on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on BDARadio.com. Putting over podcasts. 
Yes, that is the Facebook group for pro wrestling podcasters, for pro wrestling podcast fans. If you like pro wrestling talk, you should be here to talk with us all about it. It is on Facebook. Just put in the search bar, putting over podcasts, add yourself. We will add you. We'll put you into the fold and then we can all join the conversation and talk about what we love. That's wrestling and wrestling talk. Booking the territory, which is kind of the antithesis to our vantage point, which you mentioned earlier. This is a classic take on the Southern style of professional wrestling with Mike Mills, Hard Body Harper. Your and- arch nemesis, Mike Mills. Yes, and Doc Turner. Uh, find them twice a week on Sundays. It's the Smoky Mountain Show on Thursdays, their flagship show where they're talking about the old Saturday 605 show, World Championship Wrestling, all on the Book in the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast feed. Make sure you subscribe to that. And if you get a couple of bucks, become a patron of Book in the Territory. And speaking of being a, becoming a patron, our Vantage Point, also looking for our patrons on their Patreon page. Make sure you... Uh, Give that a gander as well. They're doing additional content, video content for their uh, patrons. So our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, again, make sure you find them uh, on all podcast apps or you can go to ovppodcast.com. And let's give a quick shout out to Greetings from Allentown. They gave us a shout out last week on their show. I I don't know why I'm saying they. It's just one guy, Peter Winston. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, GF Allentown. I've to a couple episodes. Uh, he, has, he has a good show over there. He does have a very good show, and uh, really happy that he uh, has checked out some of our stuff and enjoys it. So thank you very much, Mr. GF Allentown, and uh, greetings from Allentown. Make sure you find that wherever podcasts are sold. And finally, once again, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Just search Rundown Wrestling Podcast and get Jason Stewart's stuff. Adam is there as well. Sal, Troy, all the rest. The Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Adam's back? Well, he's doing his uh, Nitro review show, the Nitro cast there. Back to this podcast, Kingpin. We have made the effort to establish a very unique, very exclusive Hall of Fame. Now, in life, as in wrestling, the only way to tell people they have to know good is through laughter. I hearken back to the immortal words of one Tarzan Taylor. He told me all it takes is that one over-exaggerated guffaw to let everyone know you're pure evil so brian with that said i am humbly submitting this week's inductee to the wrestling podcast about nothing's he'll laugh hall of fame in new york city right here in madison square garden there's gonna be brand new world wrestling federation champion there's gonna be dino bravo in the earth oh what a night oh what a night foundation you made a big mistake in signing this championship match against the hart family we are gonna bring the gold back to the hart family you are not big enough you are not strong enough you do not have the power to keep those belts around your waist you look at it any way you want it the pressure is on you guys you can't handle it we'll be coming from all sides never in your wildest dream you thought you had to face us and defend the title yes it's going to be ours in the Madison Square Garden yes Earthquake and Michael Quinn's favorite wrestler Dino Bravo (laughs) he'll laugh Hall of Famers and speaking of grunts Dino Bravo's contribution to that promo just exquisite with the laughs, the insane cackles, and the grunts while the earthquake is talking. <laughs> Dino Bravo with the 
big 80s uh P.E.D. belly, we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, love those laughs while Earthquake is talking. <laughs> Just I amazing. It, it, earthquake doing the back and forth, like, yes. like rocking back and forth during his promos. Yes, he was. Unbelievable. And uh, Dino Bravo, a guy you don't think a lot about. Of course, he was... Canada's greatest athlete. He, See, was. Right? he was, until he was murdered, yes. <laughs> Good Lord. Unbelievable. I, I always find a way. You just made me laugh at murder. <laughs> That's what we do here in the wrestling podcast about nothing. We turn everything into laughs. And you were uh, upset at the beginning of this podcast, and now you're laughing about murder. How do you like that? I was I was I was ecstatic at the beginning of this podcast. And then you brought up the visionaries. <laughs> but you're back, brother. You're back. <laughs> I am back, baby. Yes, and if you want to check out this Hall of Fame inductee or these Hall of Fame inductees and all their glory, find the link to the video in the description of this episode or go to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing page on BDARadio.com. Kingpin, you're packing your bags, about to hit those highways and those byways this weekend, doing that pro wrestling thing. Where you headed? Salisbury, Massachusetts, Mike, Saturday night, Atlantic Pro Wrestling. I'll be taking on the self-proclaimed unequaled one notice he said nobody equals him but that doesn't mean people aren't better and i can tell you uh, right now uh that i am a whole lot better than todd sopel and i'll be showing that saturday night in salisbury atlantic pro wrestling find atlantic pro wrestling on all social media platforms uh it's also a toys for tots drive so uh bring any new unwrapped toy uh with you to the uh to the event as well it's a great cause uh toys for tots um is always something I I support every year. Um, so uh, come on out, join, you know, donate to a good cause, and see some good wrestling action. All right, and if you want to book the Kingpin, email Brian Malonis at Comcast.net, or you can DM him on Twitter at Brian Malonis. And for more on the wrestling podcast about nothing, and to check out BDA Radio's MMA podcast, A Man Walks Into an Armbar with Chad Alden and Paul Sinema Jr. They're back for the little hiatus, so check them out. Head on over to your home for MMA and wrestling talk, BDARadio.com. All right, we'll be back next Monday with episode 83 of the wrestling podcast about nothing on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. Make sure to subscribe to the NAI Wrestling Network to hear us each and every Monday. Then you can catch us back here for the next edition of the WPAN on BDARadio.com and the Podcast Radio Network. Till then, he is the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I am Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko, and thanks for nothing.